This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Tonight, Kim and Kanye, are they really over? We have different views sometimes. Why they're living separate lives and the billions at stake in a breakup. In terms of money, this has got to be one of the biggest divorces in Hollywood history. Then, Dr. Dre's health crisis. Did his big money divorce cause a brain aneurysm? Plus, the weekend's Grammy diss, and he's not the only one taking aim. Why Hollywood actors are shading music's biggest night. There is beef. Plus, what you never knew about Wheel of Fortune's Pat and Vanna and their 40-year friendship with Alex Trebek. My admiration is off the charts. E.T. starts now. Everyone who has followed the Kim and Kanye marriage knows it has been a roller coaster of the highest highs and some very low lows. Yes, indeed. But now they may have finally hit the breaking point. And listen, love them or hate them, this is big. It really is because of two things. The kids, first and foremost, and because nearly $2 billion mm. is at stake. We have different views sometimes. I've seen him go through a lot. Kim looked tense, stepping out in L.A. amid divorce rumors and still wearing her wedding band. Interesting because Kim's not wearing her wedding ring in her recent Instagram posts. At the end of the day, life is about being happy. It's been a rough year for the couple. We're told they've been living separate lives. Kanye's in Wyoming. Kim's in L.A. with the kids. Our source adds, Kanye and Kim have been trying to save their marriage, but it's been difficult when he acts out. She brought North into the world, even when I didn't want to. I've only been diagnosed for two years. The failed presidential candidate tweeted this summer that Kim tried to lock me up. Recently, we're told, they've been focusing on their separate businesses, and that's where this story takes a staggering turn. According to Forbes, together, Kim and Kanye are worth more than $2 billion. We're launching with a contour kit. 
Kim's fashion and beauty empire is worth $780 million. Yesterday, she became $200 million richer, selling 20% of her cosmetics company to Cody. And Kanye's estimated worth? Kanye has his $1.26 billion DZ empire. Kanye's assets are almost entirely tied up in his brand. Kim actually has money in the bank. Forbes says the challenge in a divorce would be splitting up Kim and Kanye's joint assets, like their home, artwork, cars, and jewelry. Forbes estimates that is worth a combined $70 million, and that's where the complicated negotiations are gonna happen. Now to Kanye's friend and collaborator, Dr. Dre, who's facing his own crisis. The 55-year-old music mogul was rushed to L.A. Cedars-Sinai Hospital after reportedly suffering a brain aneurysm. He currently appears to be in stable condition. Dre took to Instagram last night saying, quote, I'm doing great and getting excellent care from my medical team. I will be out of the hospital and back home soon. And I still got love for the streets. It's the DRA. While in the hospital, four people were apprehended trying to break into Dr. Dre's home. But back to Dre's hospitalization, I asked doctor's host, Dr. Ian Smith, about his prognosis. Uh, there are two types of brain aneurysms. When a brain aneurysm ruptures, it can, of course, be deadly very quickly. Based on the reporting, I'm not his doctor, the fact that they're saying that he's speaking right now and that he's saying he's going home soon, it's very unlikely that he had a ruptured brain aneurysm. And what about the role stress played in all of this? Dre is in the midst of a very contentious, estimated $820 million divorce from wife of 24 years, Nicole Young. It really is a physical issue. Either someone has long-standing high blood pressure, they may have a family history of aneurysm. So it's not just because I'm stressed out and all of a sudden I have a brain bleed. It just doesn't work that way. We know he is a huge weightlifter. Could that be um, a problem or an issue? You know, Kevin, that is the first thing I thought about. We say stay away from lifting heavy objects because that could cause a rupture. Of course, our thoughts and prayers are with Dre. Absolutely, they are. And by the way, I also had a chance to talk to Dr. Ian about award season, and he said kudos to Hollywood for taking preemptive steps in pushing all the award shows back. I mean, they just want everybody to be safe. Yes. They're trying to figure it out, trying yep. to do all these things. But there is controversy because the Grammys have moved to March 14th, and that is the exact same day that the SAG Awards has already picked for their delayed show. It's crazy. The SAG Awards starts right now. The pandemic is pitting the show where actors award actors against music's biggest night. If I were the SAG Awards, I would be mad too. Quote, we are extremely disappointed. We announced our date last July. They did have to move their date because of the Grammys last year, so it's, it's two years in a row. There is beef between these two award shows. Have you had any conversations with SAG-AFTRA about the dates? I've spoken to SAG-AFTRA, and look, it's it's not a perfect scenario for sure. Uh, we're both trying to deal with navigating this global pandemic. Um, there's no perfect weekend. I said some things that I should never say. And did The Weeknd just renew his beef with the Grammys? Hours before news broke about the rescheduled date, the singer, who was snubbed in November, released his music video for Save Your Tears. It shows him with a face full of fake filler throwing a gold trophy off the stage. The Weeknd's an incredible artist. We'll always try and get these things right, but it really comes down to the voters. As for this year's show on CBS? There will be live performances as planned now. We're not planning on anybody attending as far as an audience is concerned. Tina, where are the Golden Globes going to be like under this new normal? 
That's a good question. I have no idea. Many wonder if the entire 2021 award season could be in limbo. So far, the Oscars have been postponed to April 25th, the Globes, February 28th. I don't know if we'll be together. It's going to be exciting to find out. Just remember, the charm of the Golden Globes is that it's a big party with people crammed together tightly and lots of drinking, so I don't know how they will replicate that. Meanwhile, Wheel of Fortune is doing something that they've never done before. I talked to Pat Sajak and Vanna White about that and also the late, great Alex Trebek. We recently lost your good friend Alex Trebek, and what was it that made Alex so special? I've knew Alex for almost 40 years, and he's just been a good friend. Through the years, I've gotten to know his wife and his kids. And just on a professional level, he's done so much. I mean, when I started the show, you know, Alex had already done probably a half a dozen, maybe more game shows here in, in, in Canada. Before Pat got his gig hosting Wheel of Fortune, he was a weatherman in Los Angeles. Vanna was a model. I wear a lot of nice clothes on the show and $2,000 gowns, and they all have to be returned. And after 38 seasons and 7,315 episodes, Vanna's given us some pretty amazing fashion moments spanning four decades. Well, people ask me, what is your favorite outfit? And I have to say the comfortable ones. I've worn over 7,000 dresses. I remember a white one with pink feathers for some reason. That stands out. When she comes out, I can always tell if she's happy with the dress or not. There's a certain look in her eye. Tomorrow, the show will make history, crossing over into primetime for a special celebrity edition. The first of eight episodes includes SNL alum Leslie Jones, Grey's Anatomy Chandra Wilson, and legendary skateboarder Tony Hawk. You want to spin the wheel? I just want to solve, solve it. I'm yeah, sorry. Ready, I'm ready, spin the wheel. Ready, Tony! It's a positive thing. We're giving away lots of money to lots of charities. A C. One C. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a celebrity who you feel would be a great wheel player? Other than you, Kevin? Well, I mean, look, I'm waiting for my invitation. I'm waiting. <laughs> I think it got lost. <laughs> we'll work on that. Um, can I translate that for y'all? That means that invitation's never coming. Never. <laughs> but I really do believe, at the bottom of my heart, that Nichelle Turner could be on The Masked Dancer. Hold on. Which one are you, by the way? You can tell me. Come on. Hey. Probably on the show Don't already. hate. <laughs> that was bad. I'd get voted off right away. But listen, if we are going to judge this season on who was unmasked first, Kev, we yeah. are in for a ride. Take it off. Take it off. Oh, yeah. There's no method to the madness on this show. <laughs> it's all trial and error at this point. Ice-T was the first celebrity dancer unmasked. And tonight on Fox, Brian Austin Green, Paula Abdul, Ashley Tisdale, and Ken Jeong try to guess again. Jason Derulo. Ricky Martin. Monica Lewinsky. It's cute watching Brian Austin Green trying to be very serious about what he just saw <laughs> and explaining how it affected him. <laughs> I told you I had a feeling about this one. I'm terrible at this game. Like, I, <laughs> it's, I'm horrible. They're pulling names and places and things and, oh, I know them from this. Right now, Brian's getting a little R&R &R with his new boo, dancing pro Sharna Burgess. The two were recently spotted having fun on the beach. As for fellow panelist Ashley, well, she's busy with her baby on the way. This team made sure to keep everyone safe. I think he's old. 
<laughs> in the Mass Dancing Universe. It's called Seasoned. Yeah. This is the most doctor mode I've ever been in mm-hmm. in my life since I quit my medical day job. It was almost like I was uh, another COVID officer on set. And it was all mitigated by, you know, when the camera's on, then uh, then I'm stupid again, yo. So it was nice. <laughs> it was a silly balance of uh, smart and stupid. There were so many things I wanted to just squish him. It was so fun and it couldn't. So I would just go like that. <laughs> I just love seeing Paula back on TV. She's good. You know, someone else who's getting their groove back, Michael Chiklis. Don't do that anymore. My heart rate was in my neck. The action star, then and now. It's crazy. My my career is backwards. His TV return and the untold story behind his signature bald look, then. I'm in love. We're in love. Ted Danson on his 25 years of wedded bliss with Mary Steenburgen and ghost hunter Zach Bagans' most intense haunt yet. It doesn't get any bigger and more sinister than this. His terrifying new adventure with a Lady Gaga connection. I promise. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go, but the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. This year marks the 30th anniversary of The Commission. Of course, that's the classic cop show that introduced us to the brilliant Michael Chiklis. And now Michael is jumping to the other side of the law in Coyote. We've been with you since The Commission. You know, that's what E.T. does. I mean, we. <laughs> I want to take you back, though. I want to take you back for a second. We, we're going to play you a clip. I wake up five minutes before my alarm goes off. Uh, I come to work charged and excited. I go home and I literally pillow asleep. Who is that kid? When did you decide to shave your head? It was my wife. Um, Like all good decisions I make, I had terrible male patent baldness and it just wasn't a flattering look. And it really sort of, you know, made me look like a middle-aged frumpy guy. Now I'm playing action guys. It's crazy. My, My career is backwards. The Emmy winner's newest action role? He plays a former Border Patrol agent who starts smuggling people into the United States in Coyote. The series from one of the minds behind Breaking Bad premieres tomorrow on CBS All Access. You got plenty of coyotes. What do you need me for? Business. How much of that was really, really real? Border and all that. Green screen. We're at the border shooting that, you know, and my my heart rate was in my neck. I love the fact that we shot this 100% in Mexico. The great thing about this is we're gonna be able to tell this at a very human level, representing every point of view. They actually took over the border for four days to shoot those scenes. Meanwhile, Ted Danson also dealing with obstacles like the pandemic on his new show. I was quarantining before it was cool. Why shooting Mr. Mayor was one of the most challenging projects of his career. It's been the longest first season of anything I've ever shot. Then. Hi, Kevin. How you doing there? It's child's play for ghost hunter Zach Bagans. The TV star shows us his creepy doll collection. Plus, will Bridgerton's breakout star be the next James Bond? It doesn't get more dramatic or dishier.
Welcome back to E.T., everybody. Well, Hollywood productions are shutting down once again due to the surge of COVID-19 cases. Netflix, the latest studio to halt filming in L.A. Meanwhile, over on NBC, Ted Danson and Holly Hunter's new comedy, Mr. Mayor, has also pushed the pause button. How far have you guys been able to get into the first season? I think we've shot seven that are in the can. Uh, then we we went on hold. So it's it's been the longest first season of anything I've ever shot. I was quarantining before it was cool. Ted and Holly plan to get back to work next week. He plays a businessman who surprises everyone when he's elected mayor of L.A. She's a city councilwoman and his biggest critic in the NBC comedy that debuts tomorrow and was written by Tina Fey. I'm 10 years younger than you, but I'm perceived as a kooky old woman and you're still a sexually viable man. Thank you. This is your first comedy series, so what's the best part about being a thorn in Ted's side? Well, it's nothing but a delight to be a thorn in Ted's eye. Can you believe this? While Ted's hanging out with Holly, a wife Mary Steenburgen, starring in her own NBC series, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. But what's really extraordinary, their 25 years of wedded bliss. I would sign up for many more lifetimes with this one. I'm very blessed. Pretty, pretty obsessed with him, actually. She says she's pretty obsessed with you. What makes this beautiful relationship between the two of you work so well? Oh, I, you know, I'm in love. We're in love. Uh, that, that handles a lot. We make each other laugh. I admire her. If I could be a woman, I'd want to be her. Well, from something that can make you laugh to something that just might make you cry, Kev, I'm going to let you handle that one, buddy. <laughs> uh, Rachel, I cannot wait to take you on a ghost adventure with my man, Zach Bagans. Oh. No, not going to happen. That is all you, Kev. I, I got you. you. Listen, I have literally <laughs> been scared to my core with that dude on multiple occasions. But what Zach has cooked up for his latest investigation is the most bone-chilling, terrifying excursion that he has ever been on. I mean, it, as a paranormal investigator, it doesn't get any bigger and more sinister than this. And there's a reason why this hotel has inspired other horror productions like American Horror Story Hotel. Yes. You seem nervous. When you walk into that building, it's like you cannot even control your own mind. Well, maybe this place is special. The Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles has been the site of 16 mysterious deaths. And now Zach's looking into the most recent true crime, the disappearance of Elisa Lamb. You may remember seeing this viral video where she was seen acting erratically in the hotel's elevator. You could see Elisa Lamb in this corner. So Elisa Lamb was found in this water tank and they couldn't explain how she got in it, how the lid was put back on the water tank. 100%. There's no way she could have gotten in there and then close the lid. But not only that, but her clothes were found floating at the bottom of the tank. The two-hour special, Ghost Adventures, Cecil Hotel, what is streaming now on Discovery Plus. But the hotel isn't the only disturbing thing Zach's been up to. You bought the Chucky doll? I did. Hi, it's me, Chucky. It's the weird you asked that. Hi, Kevin, how you doing there? That, does, there that doesn't scare the crap out of you. And you also bought the famous, um, clown doll from poltergeist i did I, I don't have it in my house i have it in the next room i actually had to take it out of my house because honestly it scared the crap out of me zach has a portion of his museum that is just clowns wall to wall and you have to walk through it's a lot y'all that's all i can say 
it's a lot. All right, coming up, from Bridgerton to Bond, TV's newest heartthrob reacts to the rumors in true 007 fashion. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. When one burns for someone who does not feel the same. You burn for me. Woo! It is scenes like that that have fans burning for Bridgerton. The series is fast approaching 63 million households watching. And now the push is on for Reggae Jean Page to take over for Daniel Craig as the next James Bond. I'm here for it. Make it happen. He had 007 on his mind back in December when he tweeted, shaken and stirred. We actually <laughs> spoke to Reggae Jean about <laughs> his role on the set of Bridgerton. He is a dark, shadowy, broken, mysterious, loving young man who has absolutely no idea how to bring those things together. Sign him up. We'll see you Make tomorrow. the deal. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Bye, everybody. Woo! <laughs> if you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.